Welcome to the Law Enforcement Guru, the podcast dedicated to inspire, motivate, educate, and prepare you for a job in law enforcement. Our conversations with industry experts, leading professionals, and on our own personal experience will help you navigate all aspects of the selection process and provide the edge you need to succeed. Now, here's your host with over 30 years of experience, the law enforcement guru himself, Deputy Chief Tony Levitino. Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Law Enforcement Guru Podcast, where we will inspire, motivate, and prepare you to survive the law enforcement application and selection process. I'm your host, retired Deputy Chief Tony Levitino, and today we will discuss how important it is for you to go on a ride-along before the in-person department interview. First, I'd like to remind you to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app, Visit lawenforcementguru.com for many helpful resources and blog posts. Join the Facebook private group where you can post questions and get answers and guidance. Follow me on Instagram at lawenforcementguru, Twitter at lawenfguru, and when all else fails, email me at tony at lawenforcementguru.com. I'll remind you in episode number two, we discussed how to prepare for and answer the question, Why do you want to be a law enforcement officer or why do you want to work for our agency? We also talked about incorporating your experiences during a ride-along in your answer. But what exactly is a ride-along? A ride-along is a department program that allows individuals to ride a shift with an officer on patrol. The program's original purpose was to permit community members to observe the police department's day-to-day activities. Even if you've yet to apply for an agency and are merely contemplating a career, you should ask your local agency if they have a ride-along program. Each agency will have specific eligibility requirements, such as age restrictions and passing a brief background investigation. Age requirements could be a minimum 14, 16, 18, or 21 years of age and many require you to be a student or an applicant who's passed the physical agility test and written test for that agency. So check to make sure you meet the minimum requirements before applying. You'll typically find these on their website, but when in doubt, call the agency's recruiter. Even if you've been on a ride-along with other agencies, you need to go on one with the agency where you applied. Responding to a wide variety of calls with an active officer is the closest you'll get to actually understanding the type of work you'll encounter as an officer. The fact you went on a ride-along will demonstrate you're serious about the process, and you may be able to weave the experience into at least one answer during the interview. You are required to complete a ride-along application and provide personal information sufficient to conduct a background investigation. The background investigation will include a check of your state's Department of Motor Vehicle records and any regional records which may exist. Hopefully, nothing negative will be discovered during the record check, although sometimes issues are uncovered. I frequently was assigned ride-alongs and on one occasion stopped by the watch commander's office to pick up this guy's approval form. I didn't see a record check printout customarily stapled to the document, so I ran his name through our record system. 
His motor vehicle record report revealed he had an outstanding arrest warrant for failing to appear on a traffic citation. He claimed he'd taken care of the violation but didn't have any proof. And instead of arresting him, I accompanied him over to traffic court. Needless to say, he did not ride along with me that evening. In addition to the ride-along application, you'll sign a liability waiver. The waiver is a legal document explaining you may be subject to the risk of death, personal injury, or damage to your personal property. Signing the form will indemnify the agency and its personnel from any legal action arising out of your participation. Basically, it makes it difficult to sue anyone if no negligence was involved. Let's assume you're approved to go on a ride-along. If given a choice of days and shifts, you'll likely see more activity on Friday and Saturday evenings. I've taken people on midweek ride-alongs and had relatively uneventful shifts. So you want the best chance of an intensive experience as possible. After you're approved, you'll be given a list of do's and don'ts, basically guidelines on how to dress and act. A few of those guidelines could include such things as you must wear appropriate, safe, and conservative clothing, which could include business casual pants or slacks and shoes. Shirts and blouses need to have collars and sleeves. And typically, you won't be allowed to wear denim jeans, shorts, dresses or skirts for females, t-shirts, tank tops, sleeveless shirts or blouses, clothing that does not provide appropriate coverage, such as low-cut shirts, clothing that displays graphics, pictures, or slogans, so leave those t-shirts behind, hats, hide-heeled shoes for females, or open-toed shoes, sandals, or tennis shoes. Things you cannot bring could include cameras, recording devices, video equipment, and restrictions like no pictures or video permitted during the ride-along. Last thing you want is your personal cell phone booked into evidence. Restrictions such as to not bring backpacks, tote bags, or purses. And if cell phones are permitted, they must either be turned off or placed or on vibrate and try to not text during your ride-along. Whatever day or time you're scheduled for your ride-along, plan to arrive at least 30 minutes ahead. I'm fond of saying you never need an excuse for being early. I've had people show up late to ride-alongs, and I didn't wait around for them. Can you imagine the negative impression you'd leave if an interview panel asked if you went on a ride-along and you had to explain you were late and had it canceled? It would demonstrate a bit of irresponsibility at least. I've had to send ride-alongs home due to not following the dress code, so make sure to read the guidelines provided by the agency and follow them to the letter. When you check in at the station, you'll be given some form of identification to distinguish you from an officer. This can either be a plastic identification card saying observer or a bright yellow windbreaker or a vest with the same thing printed on the front and the back. Many agencies now will officer will offer ballistic vests to protect from gunfire. You should accept it if offered, since no one has a crystal ball as to what might happen during your shift. Ride-alongs can be dangerous. On October 23, 2016, 
a Madera, California police department officer and his ride-along were in pursuit and started taking incoming rifle fire with several rounds hitting the unit. The ride-along was hit by flying glass, but thankfully neither was seriously injured. You can watch the dash cam footage on YouTube by searching for Madera Police Shots Fired. I've also left a link to this video in the show notes. The officer, prior to entering the police vehicle, should brief you on any safety procedures, including dropping you off in a safe location or returning you to the station if a critical event occurs that they need to respond to, but would be unsafe for you. You'll have the opportunity to get many of your answers during your shift, but don't bombard the officer immediately with a barrage of questions. Chances are they'll tell you quite a bit about the agency and their jobs without asking. If conversation lags, then ask a few questions. Do ask for some advice about the in-person interview, especially if the officer can remember what questions they were asked during their interview. Make sure to bring some cash and offer to buy the officer a cup of coffee or a meal. Your ride-along will be a worthwhile experience and one you can weave into at least one response during your interview. Make sure to enjoy your shift, and hopefully it will be you behind the wheel the next year. This will wrap up episode number three, but if you're serious about a law enforcement career, at the very least, set up a ride-along with your hometown police department to start gathering valuable information and experience. I remind you to head over to lawenforcementguru.com and connect with us on social. I want to leave you with a quote by the motivational speaker Zig Ziglar, who said, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Thanks again for joining me, and I will see you in the next episode. Now that you've finished this episode of The Law Enforcement Guru, it's time to take your education even further by visiting our webpage for valuable resources like show notes on today's episode, videos, blogs, and downloadable content to make you even more marketable long before you enter the interview. You can find all this and more on lawenforcementguru.com. 